0: Coach Margaret, and today we're going to be talking about what is narcissism?
1: One of my favorite subjects. <laughs> but, oh, this isn't about me, is it?
0: And maybe it is in this video. So, uh, we decided to do a video on narcissism because there's been a lot of talk about it yes. in the news lately, and so we thought we would share a little bit about it and maybe what it would be like mm-hmm. to date a narcissist. Right. So I got an email that said, "Hey Craig, I love your channel. I've been watching it nonstop since my breakup a few months ago. The guy I was seeing may be a narcissist. My friends keep telling me he is. I hear a lot about narcissism, but I don't understand what it is. Can you do a video on
1: it?" We can certainly do that. And uh, we got
0: we got a little some notes here. I'll read them and then okay. we can interject. So. Narcissism is a personality trait that we hear quite a bit these days. There are country songs about it and even commercials with narcissism in them. Yes. For example, a man says to his girlfriend, Well, enough talk about me. Now let's talk about what you think about me. (laughs) There seems to be only one topic within narcissism.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Narcissism, like most human traits, exists on a rather wide continuum. There are people who don't often think of themselves and tend to lose themselves in others. Yes, that's called narcissism. You once worked with a woman who didn't often think of herself and didn't think she deserved anything. And if you were to ask her, how are you today, she would say,
1: My husband is fine.
0: That's the pathological end of enough of not enough narcissism.
1: Right. So if you think of narcissism as two ends of an up two extreme ends of the of a phenomenon then the narcissist thinks too much about themselves mm-hmm. and it interferes with their relating to others. The other term for the other end of the spectrum is another word you hear f- fairly frequently which is called codependence. So the Narcissism thinks only of himself, and the Narcissist throws their entire life and being into one other or several others. Interesting. And like with most healthy states, it's a balance between the two. Exactly. That works. Codependence is another term that we hear fairly frequently. As if it were some sort of absolutely horrible phenomenon um, that is very upsetting to everyone involved with it. And like I say, since we hear both of those terms, let's acknowledge that they are the ends of the same spectrum and their relationship issues. No one wants to be codependent, although codependents get very upset if you sus- if you suggest that you want to take care of. It yourself instead of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And narcissists will quickly turn the conversation back to themselves. If you want to think about narcissism, if you think you could be with someone who is a narcissist... Which is not easy. No, it isn't. Um, you have to make an estimate of how many minutes does the conversation go on another topic besides the narcissistic person. hmm Does this person have any interests? Um, Only self-aggrandizing ones. Um, I sell used cars at very good prices and I make a lot of money and I'm wonderful. (laughs) Um, Or it will come back to his family or her family or some quite self-focused subject. Yeah, if you say you had a
0: delicious lunch, you'll hear about the best lunch they ever had.
1: It was the best lunch they (laughs) ever had. You're quite right, Coach Craig. So it's like anything else, it's hard to get a balance. We all have to have self, healthy self-interest as well as being concerned with others if we want to have relationships.
0: Now one of the things that I think is important to talk about is what causes narcissism. Because a lot of people throw the term around, they don't know what it is, how it happened, so let's talk
1: about how it happened. And then if we only read a description of it and never think about where it comes from, then it's very easy to be angry at these folks. This is my theory. You're under no obligation to believe it, but this is my theory. I think narcissism is related to an early developmental arrest. Mm -hmm. We are all born totally narcissistic because we're totally helpless and we can't think about anything about our own needs at the earliest stages. But eventually we realize that someone is taking care of us. And so,
0: around that, that time is around what, how many months old?
1: It would be in the first two years depending on your specific development, but early.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I'm going to talk about is the time when you begin to realize that there's someone who's taking care of you and you're not just wishing and making it true. Someone feeds you, someone picks you up, Someone cleans you up when you need it, and overall makes makes sure your needs are met. And you fall in love with that. You fall in love with mostly mom. Yes, it's usually mom. Mm-hmm. Whoever the most caretaker is, but usually mom. And that's where you have to have a healthy attachment. That's right. So then you come what the the old Freudians used to call you come from primary narcissism, which mm-hmm. is the earliest when it's all focused on your needs, because we die otherwise if you think about it. Um, and that's when it transfers from being all on you and your needs to really caring about this other person who takes care of you.
0: And what happens is that people get stuck. Right. They don't bond with mom. Right. And so they stay in that That's right. forever.
1: They stay in that in that place unless they decide they need help or unless they're fortunate enough to someone meet someone who can help them grow beyond that point. Where it leaves the narcissism, narcissist is in desperate want and need of a relationship and unable to keep it.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's very sad because even when they try and work on themselves and try and get that therapy, it doesn't often internalize very right. well. It's more of like, well, tell me what am I supposed to do? Right. And they kind of watch other relationships and they go, oh, I'm supposed to do that, but they don't really learn the empathy. That,
1: that helps because at least you learn what you should do. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't fix it. The only thing that will really fix it is therapy and some sort of creation, creative, uh, different sort of experience from being abandoned or, or left. Or um, mm-hmm. So the narcissist would never in a million years ever choose to be a narcissist. None of us would ever say I want to be self-focused that is so self-focused that I drive everybody else crazy and that they'll like me at first because I'm a sort of an okay person, but that if I'm with them too long, they always start to complain that I don't think about their needs and only think about mine. So that leaves the narcissist in a very difficult position. It can be helped but it takes a, a serious commitment to work through it.
0: Yeah, okay. and, and it's really tough. It's and of difficult. course, there's a continuum. So some people can fall on the extreme end of yes. it, and then some people can just have, you know, some issues here and there right. with it. Right.
1: And there's an ironic piece to it it's too difficult for the narcissist to admit to less than perfect traits because it interrupts his narcissism and causes all sorts of depression and anxiety. So you have to be ready to do it if you really want to do it. And that's
0: a good question. How? Let's just think of maybe a couple things. How can you deal with being in a relationship with a narcissist, with somebody that's only focused on themselves? How can you get your needs
1: met? It's very difficult. And again, I think the thing to look at is how willing is this person to be brutally honest with themselves in order to be with you? Hmm. What do you mean by that? If you're a narcissist and you really love somebody and you want to stay with them and you love them, um, you'll be willing to look at what changes that person might ask from you. And if you can't figure out how, how, you might ask someone else, you might seek a therapist. Narcissistic groups, it almost sounds like a, it's another irony, I guess. Um, group is wonderful for narcissists because everybody's there struggling with how do I meet other people's needs? And it doesn't seem quite so threatening. Or narcissistically injurious. How's that for a term? <laughs>
0: but either way, it is—it's a, a real challenge yes, to, to be in a relationship yes. with somebody,
1: especially if they have a lot of symptoms. Exactly. Now, do do all of us have narcissistic symptoms? Of course we do. Um, but it's not anything that the narcissist plans or wants or likes. But they don't know how to get rid of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. If you're dating somebody that's yeah. a narcissist, you need to think long and hard right. about getting into that kind of commitment because if you think you're going to change that person and you're getting into it thinking, I can change that no. my love will do it, no. it's not going to happen.
1: And that's a very good point in any relationship. Mm-hmm. But only the person themselves can change it, but they have to be willing to tolerate the pain that goes around, along with that.
0: And we'll talk more about narcissism in other videos. We just wanted to give a nice little overview of it today. But that's it for this video. I hope you learned a little bit about narcissism. And we'll do some more in the future. Don't worry, because it's a really popular topic and it comes up a lot in relationships. So that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.